0: Hello and welcome to Scintillating Stories. In this show, we read short stories by a variety of authors. Today, we're reading a piece by Langston Hughes. He was a key figure in the Harlem Renaissance who wrote poetry, novels, short stories and non-fiction. His writing primarily focused on highlighting the realities and nuances of black, working-class life in America. Many academics believe that Hughes was gay, but chose to remain closeted to avoid the social fallout. He was a pioneer of jazz poetry, which is the subject of the essay we'll read today. Jazz as Communication by Langston Hughes You can start anywhere, jazz as communication, since it's a circle, and you yourself are the dot in the middle. You, me. For example, I'll start with the blues. I'm not a southerner. I never worked on a levee. I hardly ever saw a cotton field except from the highway. But women behave the same on Park Avenue as they do on a levee. When you've got hold of one part of them, the other part escapes you. It's the blues. Life is as hard on Broadway as it is in blues-originating land. The Brill Building Blues is just as hungry as the Mississippi Levee Blues. One communicates to the other, brother, Somebody is going to rise up and tell me that nothing that comes out of Tin Pan Alley is jazz. I disagree. Commercial, yes. But so was Storyville. So was Basin Street. What do you think Tony Jackson and Jelly Roll Morton and King Oliver and Louis Armstrong were playing for? Peanuts? No. Money. Even in Dixieland. They were communicating for money. For fun, too. Because they had fun. But the money helped the fun along. Now, to skip half a century, somebody is going to rise up and tell me rock and roll isn't jazz. First, two or three years ago, there were all these songs about too young to know. But the songs are right. You're never too young to know how bad it is to love and not have love come back to you. That's as basic as the blues. And that's what rock and roll is. Teenage heartbreak hotel. The old songs reduced to the lowest common denominator. The music goes way back to Blind Lemon and Lead Belly, Georgia Tom merging into the gospel songs, Ma Rainey and the most primitive of the blues. It borrows their gut-bucket heartache, it goes back to the jubilees and step-up spirituals, Sister Tharp and borrows their I'm-gonna-be-happy-anyhow-in-spite-of-this-world kind of hope. It goes back further and borrows the steady beat of the drums of Congo Square. It goes on to beat and the marching bands, loud and blatant. Yes! Rock and roll puts them all together and makes a music so basic it's like the meat cleaver the butcher uses before the cook uses the knife, before you use the sterling silver at the table on the meat that by then has been rolled up into a commercial filet mignon. A few more years and rock and roll will no doubt be washed back, half-forgotten, into the sea of jazz. Jazz is a great big sea. It washes up all kinds of fish and shells and spume and waves with a steady old beat, or offbeat. And Louis must be getting old if he thinks JJ and Kai, and even Elvis, didn't come out of the same sea he came out of too. Some water has chlorine in it, and some doesn't. There's all kinds of water. There's salt water and Saratoga water and Vichy water, Queenine water and Pluto water, and Newport rain. And it's all water. Throw it all in the sea and the sea will keep on rolling along the shore and crashing and booming back into itself again. The sun pulls the moon, the moon pulls the sea. They also pull Jazz and me beyond Kai, to Count, to Lonnie, to Texas Red, beyond June, to Sarah, to Billy, to Bessie, to Ma Rainey, and the most of it. The all of it. Jazz seeps into words, spelled out in words. Nelson Algren is influenced by jazz. Ralph Ellison is too. Sarté too. Jacques Pervert. Most of the best writers today are. Look at the end of the Ballad of the Sad Café me as the public, my dot in the middle. It was fifty years ago the first time I heard the blues on Independence Avenue in Kansas City. Then State Street in Chicago, then Harlem in the twenties with JP and JC, Johnson and Fats, and Willie and the Lion and Nappy playing piano, with the blues running all up and down the keyboard through the ragtime and the jazz. House rent party cards. I wrote The Weary Blues. Downing, a drowsy, syncopated tune, etc. Shuffle Along was running then, the Sissel and Blake tunes, a little later running Wild and the Charleston and Fletcher and Duke and Cab, Jimmy Lunsford, Chick Webb and Nella, Tiny Parham in Chicago, and at the end of the Depression what I heard at Minton's a young music coming out of young people, Billy, the male and female of them, both the Eckstein and the Holiday, and Dizzy and Tad and the Monk, Some of it came out in poems of mine, in Montage of a Dream Deferred, later. Jazz again, putting itself into words. But I wasn't the only one putting jazz into words. Better poets of the heart of jazz beat me to it. W.C. Handy, a long time before, Benton Overstreet, Mule Bradford, then Buddy De Silva on the pop level, Ira Gershwin, By and By, Dorothy Baker in the novel, to name only the most obvious, the ones with labels. I mean the ones you can spell out easy with ABCs, the word mongers, outside the music. But always the ones of the music were the best. Charlie Christian, for example. Bix, Louis, Joe Sullivan, count. Now to wind it all up, with you in the middle. Jazz is only what you yourself get out of it. Louis' famous quote, or misquote probably, Lady, if you have to ask what it is, You'll never know. Well, I wouldn't be so positive. The lady just might know, without being able to let loose the cry, to follow through, to light up before the fuse blows out. To me, jazz is a montage of a dream deferred, a great big dream yet to come, and always yet to become ultimately and finally true. Maybe in the next seminar for Saturday, Nat Hentoff and Billy Strayhorn and Tony Scott and the others on that panel will tell us about it. When they take up the future of jazz, the bird was looking for that future like mad. The newborns, Chicago Dave, Gulda Milt, Charlie Mingus. That future is what you call pregnant. Potential papas and mamas of tomorrow's jazz are all known. But the papa and the mama, maybe both are anonymous, but the child will communicate. Jazz is a heartbeat. Its heartbeat is yours. You will tell me about its perspectives when you get ready. I play it cool and dig all jive. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto, as I live and learn, is dig and be dug in return. Thank you so much for listening. This essay can be read online. I'll leave a link in the description. If you want to suggest or submit a short story or a subject you'd like us to cover, then contact us through our Facebook page or Twitter and subscribe if you would like to hear more. This has been a Yorick Radio production.